Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough, rough sketch. <laughs> rough sketch. Uh. What's good, uh, people? What's, what's the difference between me and you? you. It's your Saturday. It can't wait. What's the difference between me and you? You. What's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that in your head let this marinate. Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel That's more important to getting a gorgeous woman Or flossing or having paper so long If it feel you would get lost And I'm trying to grab right by the head And stun the game like the Austin Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from TMC To do that quite often So I sit back and enjoy life for every day that I breathe And do this music till it's time for me to leave You know you talk about films flashy
difference between me and you? You. You. Uh. What's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Because most opinions are different. And let me be more specific before you answer that in your head. Let this marinate. Saying you real, but love jacking people for bricks and chips. And then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it. And you in the same business that you got yourself in. And that's not a pure jealousy and hate. Because you love to do it, but think nobody else will. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to get in a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feels you would get lost. And I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the Austin. Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often. So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe. And do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know, you talk about film flashy, flashy, family what's good family hey 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 it's saturday man it's a lot going on today 
and I apologize for my uh, listeners that, that tune in every week with me at 1 o'clock. We had a little bit of a delay and then a couple of things going on. So I didn't want to leave uh, a Saturday without giving y'all some information. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of emails um, wanting me to bring back the topic of how to start a business. And in particular, people wanted to understand how I could teach them how to get $150,000 in business credit without using your own social security number in order to acquire these credit lines. Now, before we get started with this information, we always got to give homage and pay uh, honor to our ancestors and those that came before us. So peace to the gods. Assalamu alaikum to the nation of Islam, Islam to my Moors, Hotep Alafia. Shalom and any greetings of peace to the melanated family the human family, I salute you with that. So, it's a lot of current events going on, man. I, I, I don't really choose to get into those specifics today. So, we're going to keep it, you know, short and sweet. Basically, I'm going to recap, give y'all the business structure on how to become business credible. And then we're going to jump into the specifics on how to acquire uh, this $150,000 dollar credit line business credit line where i can show you what i've done so i don't want to speak on what other people have done i can only you know speak and give you um insight on what i was able to accomplish in less than a year's time so we're going to get into that so before i jump into that go ahead and set off a little bit of my background music i don't have up any of my um social media live feeds right now because a lot of this information, uh, some of my clients, you know, they pay, uh, they pay for these services. So I can't give you all the game, but I can get you started. That way, if you do want to further your 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 studies and uh, get more well versed in the topics that we're talking about about establishing business credit and to get these credit lines, uh, so you can operate your business correctly with other people's money without investing your own so it's going to take a little bit of time and effort and a little bit of money to establish yourself but once you establish yourself you won't have to run your own business with your own capital because we all know it takes time for people to catch on to your vision so in the time that it takes for someone to catch on to your vision you could go broke, you could go bankrupt, you could have a lawsuit, all types of variables come into play when you're starting a business. And we know about Uncle Sam and his tax uh, gang, gangster mentalities, you know what I'm saying? If you step into the public and you're doing business or doing commerce and uh, you're, you're, you're successful with it, of course, he's going to have his hand out because in his mind, we can't operate or make money without them having a hand in it and that is a mentality that we have to get away from so today's show is only going to be an hour because I got a lot like I said I got a lot on my plate um, I got a, a couple I got a baby shower to attend I have to uh, go check out my little little nephew in the bus so it's, it's a lot going on today. So I'm going to make it short and sweet and simple. So for those of you that are calling in, I see a few 
people are checking in the switchboard now. I see a few Chicago numbers. What's going on, Chi-Town? See a few Michigan numbers. See about six or seven date numbers. Shout out to the uh, 937. Checking in. A couple of 502s. What's going on, Louisville, Kentucky? Um, for those of you that are calling in, <clears throat> if you're on your cell phones, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining most people on cell phones, uh, do yourself a favor and jump over to Blog Talk Radio dot com forward slash wealth principles 101 and just like the page you should see l divon bay as the host just just jump on there and like the page that way you'll see a few links that i have on there and some phone numbers that i have on there um yeah just go ahead and do that you don't have to do it right now but if you do it now you don't have to think about it that way whenever i start a show or i have a show in queue you'll know about an hour in advance before i'm, I'm about to come on because a lot of times I do a lot of impromptu shows whenever I get some information or something that impresses upon me to do so. So the structure shows that I have currently are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. from 7 to 9 and Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. But today's show, we got started a little late, so we're only going to go from 2 to 3. And uh, I just try and do those those time frames to let my West Coast uh, audience get online because I got several callers checking in now from, from Oakland, uh, from Sacramento, a couple of people from LA, and then I have some overseas people. So it's kind of hard to kind of, you know, get that specific time frame where it's comfortable or, or convenient for everybody to tune in, but I try and do my best. But the beauty of it is, and the reason why I told you to go over to the website is that these shows are archived so you can go back and listen to them you know whenever you want and another beauty of it is is i've allowed my shows to be downloadable so you can download a show to an mp3 format and you can listen on to it on your phone or on whatever device that you listen on at your convenience you know what i'm saying at your leisure so the information that i put out here whether i have you know a ton of people on the call live that day or not because i know people got things to do I will get the information out there to you so you can check it out at your own leisure. So, how do you correctly start your business? We're going to go through that real quick because I got shows that I, I went through this information on in depth, but I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of the specifics that you have to have and lay the foundation. Now, I need you to understand this is coming from nowhere like if you don't know nothing about starting a business you have an idea and you want to put your business in and you want to be official you want to be recognized and you want to establish business credit this is the proper way to do that now is there other ways to start your business absolutely are there other ways that you can start your business and be business credible and attain business credit and be recognized no you can be a sole proprietor um and that basically is just you as a person saying that you're a business as well and everything lies on you all the liability lies on you all of the uh, the credit that you'll be offered uh, or lack thereof is just based on your personal efforts what I'm teaching you is what they know and I'm saying they as a general term because it's not just specific to any race or gender it is those in the know so those are they they know these things they know these things they try and keep this uh under wraps and they want to keep it a secret from the masses because 
the 1% don't want the 99% to know what they know because if everybody had access to this, then it wouldn't be nothing special about them being wealthy or them being successful. We have not been given the proper tools in order to play the game of Monopoly correctly. So that's why I'm in the, in the building for you on a Saturday. I could be doing a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I could be spending time with my family. I could be doing... God knows what, I could be shopping for a new car right now. Me and my wife are looking for for, for some land. Cause we, we about to get into some economics and, and uh group economics to be more exact. So we're we're partnering with a lot of, of people and we're doing some phenomenal things behind the scenes and I want some individuals to join me in doing that. So I'm gonna give you the rundown of my business credit check checklist and the resources. Now, I might have some more resources available for those who want those. You can uh, shoot me an email at info at divinewealthprinciples.com. So if I get an email from you and you want the checklist, I'll do that for you. And that way you'll have a PDF of these uh, steps. And like I said, these are the basic steps to lay the foundation for your business. If you do these steps before you tell anybody you got a business started this is what you do you don't just get some business cards set up an email address and say you got a business that's that's not how it goes if you do this correctly and you structure your business in this fashion you will be in position to get immediate lines of credit so instead of getting the EIN number running to the bank and running trying to get a loan do it the way that I'm going to tell you. I, Like I said, I charge my clients a nice amount of money, and it's not an exaggerated amount of money, but I have to get paid for my time because this is a lengthy process. But the keys that I'm going to give you right now will just basically get your foundation laid. And if you do this in the order that I'm telling you to do this, and you do it properly, and you do your due diligence and your research, you will see how easy the process is and how quick we can get you these lines of credit that I'm speaking of. Like last night, I couldn't sleep, man. I, I mean, I lost one of my best friends and uh, rest, in, rest in heaven, my man, uh, Anthony Wright, Skibo. People might know him on the, from the hill. Little Tony, he used to wrestle. We used to be a coach, wrestling coach with Dunbar. I'm gonna miss that brother, man. But uh, I was a little, you know, in my feelings about, about the whole situation, missing my homie. So I came downstairs and started applying some of my tools that I, you know, that I teach. It's like I get into a teaching mode where I'm working with clients and I'm not really working my hand to, to, to capitalize on some of the things that I could be doing. Because once you get into a state where, okay, I got this, I got that, I'm good. With business credit, you don't ever want to be good. That's why I did what I did last night and then I got re-energized knowing that if I just apply these tools while I'm at this particular tier, I could be at the tier that I want to be in in less than 90 days. So, therefore, last night I took a little stroll and I started applying for business credit lines uh, about 2, 3 in the morning and long story short, in about 2 or 3 hours before I went to bed, I had acquired another fifty thousand dollars worth of business credit, just sitting in my in my in my basement office, just 
let me apply for this company. And it's a it's a strategic way to do these things. You just don't apply randomly for companies because you could get credit for different companies, but if they don't report to the business credit bureaus, then you, you're wasting your time. You have to strategically know the companies that report. So whenever you buy something from them or you know use their credit lines and you make that payment back, that payment is getting reported to the business credit. Therefore, your score is going to raise faster. And the more trade lines you have on your business credit profile is the means of being able to get qualified for SBA loans. When I say SBA, it should ring a bell to you because it's hard as heaven to get an SBA loan. And it's only hard because we don't know the rules. Your boy got the rules. Your boy got the underwriting guidelines. So I know exactly how to get you qualified for an SBA loan. And the SBA loans, um, you can they don't start start nothing low less than 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 Y'all hold tight, family. I have to go to a different device. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show. Okay, we back, man. I apologize for that. Clearly, the enemy sees that you're about to, to, to drop these keys, and then all of a sudden you have these little goofy things. Every topic that I speak on whether it's in regards to bank secrets and things that they don't want you to know, or if I get into this business credit, I, I oftentimes find <laughs> out that, you know, there's some issues with, with the connectivity and whatnot. So I've really got to, uh, I got to tighten up. And when I say tighten up, I mean the, 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 the radio show that I'm, I'm broadcasting on no disrespect to blog talk radio it's not their format it's more of a connection type thing so i'm gonna probably link my show under a a hard line instead of over the internet because when you're doing wi-fi people can get in there 
and kind of mess up your flow. Like I said, family, um, <laughs> the, the the devil is busy, but we're not going to let that deter us from this information. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and start conveying the information as fast as, as I can with, with you able to be able to process it. So do me a favor. Get you something you can jot this information down. If you can't jot it down, um, do a, a record on your phone or you can go ahead and listen and maybe you can come back and, and download uh, the audio after I edit it and, and redistribute, you know, when I put it on the archives. Because these connectivity issues that I'm having is kind of rare. It's never happened before. So, like I said, well, I'm going to set my show up for the next show to be a hard line to where, uh, you know, I don't have to be over the Wi-Fi. So, let me go ahead and get into it. Okay. <clears throat> for your company compliance preparation. This is what you need to establish first. Okay, so you chose to establish business credibility. Now, the first step is to lay the foundation. So I want you to use this checklist to ensure you're completely prepared to start the business credit building process. And not only is this the business building credit process, this is how to develop your business correctly. So before you go talking to uh, the people downtown that give the free services, not knocking them, you, you should use them for things that you don't know because um, every state is different the way that you set your business up and whatever industry you're going in, you want to make sure that you're selecting the industry that is not, um, what's the, the legal terms that they say? That they have certain industries that are a red flag that you will not get business credit with because they seem to be high risk. So those would uh, conclude nightclubs, strip clubs, uh, liquor stores, um, buy and pay here type institutions, um, loan companies like the, uh, the title loan companies and things of those. We know that those are predatory lenders. So they, they give money to those that they know they can't really afford their services and then they hit you with these high interest rates because if they loan you say a thousand dollars they might have you paying them 1500 that's 50 percent interest i've seen some of these car title these loan these title loan companies i, I looked at some of their contracts and they have 300 percent interest so they setting you up for failure they setting you up to take your property they setting you up to you know, just, just milk you because they know if you come into their establishment, 
you you've ran out of options. So before you do that and, and go down that rabbit hole, I would beg you to come speak with your brother and do a consultation with me so we can get you together without you having to go down that rabbit hole, man. Because everybody's done fell victim to the cash lands, to the you know, all of these places now. In their defense, a lot of people get money from them and don't pay them back. It's just being real. So that's why they, they pop up in the, in the communities where they know people can't afford it. Because they know you're going to run in there and get that money. But what you don't know is, even if they don't get the money from you, they can write it off. It's insured. So I need y'all to understand the game, people. If I give you $1,000 and I tell you, if you don't pay it back, you're going to owe me $3,000. You'll be like, you crazy as hell. But that's the same that's going on with some of these companies. So you want to start a business. You say, okay, I really ain't got the credit. So let me go up here and, and holler at this place. I, I want to put my car up and get a, a title loan. You put the title loan up and the payments that they have are so ridiculous, man. If you're not really out here flipping them things to pay that money back, then you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're either going to lose your vehicle or you're going to be paying them so much money that you not only will you not be able to conduct business, you're going to end up bankrupting your business and you're probably going to end up filing bankruptcy personally because they can come after your personal personal items. So I don't want y'all to go through that rabbit hole. So listen to your man. And I'm going to give you an alternative. So. You get a good idea. You brainstorming. Make sure you pray on it before you do anything. Because if you put out the right energy. The right energy will come back to you. And it will bless your business. So you do business properly. You do business honorably. It, it will reciprocate. I know. These principles that I teach. Are not just. You know. Black and white. You know. These are real principles. So it's more than just, you know, pluses and minuses. You, you're dealing with the spirit. You're dealing with, with being a righteous individual. Because if you do things in honor, they'll come back to you. So let's jump into it. First thing you want to do is get your business thing. You want to establish your business thing. So you can't just get any kind of name from out of the blue because somebody probably thought of the same thing you did. So... To get your company compliance together, you establish your business. You want to be sure that the name is available and not in use by an existing company. This can be done by simply conducting a business name search at your local Secretary of State website. Now, let me give you a, a, a free nugget. Say, for instance, you want to do your company, Divine Work Principles. That's the name of my company, by the way. You went to the Secretary of State of Ohio. Somebody has that name, Divine Wealth Principles. Okay. What if you just had your heart set on having that name? And you like, I can't get it because he got it. True, but not true in, in many cases. Because what you don't know is you can establish your business in any state. So if Divine Wealth Principles is taken in Ohio... And you wanted to take it over to Indiana, Kentucky, somewhere close to Ohio. I'm, I'm speaking of these states because I'm in the state of Ohio. So, so I'm a, my Kentucky listeners and uh, Michigan listeners, 
uh, Illinois listeners, just kind of bear with me. If, you, if you're in one of those states that I'm speaking about, a neighboring state, so someone is right next door to you or, or right beneath you, you can establish your business in that particular state and use that name that you want. If Divine Wealth Principles didn't do his company in a national or international format. So, but for the most part, if that name is not in your state that you domicile in, then you can use that name. So, you do a business name search at your local Secretary of State website. Um, you can Google that. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to hold your hand through this because if you want to start a business, you got to do a little work yourself. Okay, second thing is the location. Now, your business location is key in the credibility process for a number of reasons. Now, the main reason is if you don't have a brick and mortar, brick and mortar building to establish a business, um, it's okay. We got some, some ways to get around that. Some ingenious individual came up with the idea of having virtual offices. And what a virtual office is, is basically, um, you know how offices are. You, you, you can rent office space from anywhere, but to have a virtual office basically means that you have a business address where you can have your mail and things of that nature sent to this address without having a physical office where you're sitting, taking up space. And these virtual offices, they have uh, two or three companies out here that offer them. And I'm looking to partner with some individuals who will be interested in having our own, our own black-owned virtual offices because there, there's a room for that. And it's a huge income opportunity. And I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, information on how this, how this works. And then we're going to jump on to the next topic. Okay, with a virtual office, this is what happens. Um, offices where you can use the mailbox, and in some cases, you can use their virtual uh, secretaries. For about 100 bucks, you can use the physical address of any virtual office in any location that they have in the country. So, you want to pick a virtual office whose zip code is a decent area, meaning decent, meaning the average income of the individuals that live in that area or the average income of the businesses in that area are doing well. Now, not to knock the hood, but I'm going I'm to tell you the game, man. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down the game for you. A lot of times, you get a small amount of credit, either a limit or a cash or loan, they base it on your zip code. So if you live in a, a four five four zero two four five any any anything in West Dayton, if you live in the hood per se or the urban community, and they know they can do they can pull up a Google search and say what's the average income in that particular neighborhood? Fifty thousand, forty thousand. Now when we say average, somebody on the block can make a hundred grand. And then if somebody on the block, they might not have no money. Then it might be somebody on the block that's on assistance and they work part-time. So we're talking about averages. So the average household income in some of the urban areas is less than $30,000 a year. So if you live 
or your business is establishing one of these zip codes and you're trying to get a $150,000 loan from a bank, they're going to look at your zip code and be like, not going to be able to do it. The most you might get is $5,000, $10,000. That's if you got excellent credit, personal credit. But the things that I'm teaching you, you don't, it don't, I don't care what your personal credit is. I can get you business credit established based on your business, not your personal credit, not where you live. That's why we're going to establish your business location in an area that's thriving. These are these principles that I'm telling you that we don't know. We just think if we got a brick and mortar building, we jump and no. There's a thing called Google where if you put your business address down, they're going to look it up and they're going to see your house. And they're going to make a determination not to give you a loan based on what they see. You got to be, man, you got to be knowledgeable of what is going on and what you're putting on on the application. Because these banks and these lending institutions, they're not stupid. So when you see the little white man or the little white woman behind the desk and they're looking at you crazy, it's it's not, it's not that it's, it's a discriminatory thing. It's a lack of knowledge. They're not discriminating you because you live in the hood. They're discriminating you because they just pulled up your house on Google and they like, bruh, your house is is doesn't look like you make $150,000 a year. So you got to be careful what you're doing. So that's why we separate ourselves from our business because once you do that, they can't judge your business. Now, if you have a business address, like for instance, my business office is in uh, Beaver Creek at the Green. Some of you are familiar with the Green. I'm going to give you a few examples of the businesses that are out there. Nordstrom is out there. Uh, the Funny Bone is out there. Uh, what's my little favorite restaurant? Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory. Things of that nature. So you're looking at a shopping plaza, movie theaters, uh, Merrill Lynch is out there. So when, when you are doing a business search on my business, you're going to see the Beaver Creek area code and they're going to see all these businesses that surround my business, law firms, things of that nature. So I'm a little more credible than Pookie that living on, on, on Gettysburg, you know, that might have a, a, a decent house, but your crib is on Gettysburg. They're going to zoom in and look at the Google Earth and be like, that's where your business is? Not to knock you might have a great business. You might do good, do good commerce. But I'm telling you what the institutions do. So knowing that, it, it will behoove you to get a virtual office for your business. Like I said, $100 a month, $1,200 a year, it's not that big of a deal to, to invest $1,200 to make your business look credible in the eyes of the people that, want, that has this money or these credit lines. So business name one, location two. Very important. Your your location is very important. It goes a long way when it comes down to getting this real money. Okay? Now we're going to go to an entity. Now you will need to establish a corporation or LLC with your local secretary of state. Very easy process to do. A lot of people try and charge you a lot of money to do it, but with my company, Divine Wealth Principles, we have a package deal. Now, the package deal consists of $2,000. So if you came into my office and you didn't know nothing about nothing and you had two grand, we could get you started from A to Z 
with guaranteed lines of credit within six to nine months. A lot of times, the sooner than that, it just depends on the individual and how you conduct your business. So if you're about your business and we're doing commerce and you're, I'm, I'm giving you things to do and you're doing them, you're going to get this in less than six months. So it's all up to you. It's all up to the process and it's all up to how you conduct business, how fast you want to do it. So if you spent 2000 with me and about another 2000 with these processes that we have to do to establish these trade lines and credit lines, five grand will get you $150,000 in credit limits and credit lines for your business. It's a no brainer. Now with the $2,000 that I charge for my business VIP services, I guarantee you business credit. I guarantee you business financing and I throw in your personal credit. So if your personal credit is kind of, you know, on the, on the, on the fence, I throw that in there as a free option because I understand as we're building your business credit and we're building your personal credit, it's going to get to a point where you have two access, two credit lines where you can, always be in control of your family situation and your business situation. So if you got two credit lines that are both standing on good ground and you're able to access those if you need them with business, you want to use your business credit. That's what it's for. Your business needs to operate with business credit. And if you're not making money in your business, you need to stop doing what you're doing and do something different. But on the personal side, if we can help you get your personal affairs in order and your business credit, then a lot of doors start to open. A lot of doors. Then we get to talking about real estate. Then we get to talking about how we can do this group economics things. But those are for for uh, people that want to get involved with the company and, and get involved with my uh, financial consulting company. So, entity. You're going to need to establish a corporation or LLC with your secretary of state. It is key to separate yourself personally from your business. Uh, sole proprietorship. They will hold you personally. Like I said earlier, they'll hold you personally responsible and liable for the business. So if the business can't perform or pay the bills, then they're coming after you as a sole proprietor, even as a partner. So you want to be clear to select your entity as a corporation or an LLC. You can also create a nonprofit organization, but with nonprofits, of course, you know, if you get your business credit established with a nonprofit, that is huge. You can get all kinds of free money, donations, grants, all type of money, and you ain't even gotta pay it back. But if you got that and you have business credit, if you need to get a couple of million dollars for uh, a shelter or a school or something like that, you can get it on business credit and then you get donations to pay the payment. Like, do you understand the power that you would have setting up a for-profit, have it stand on its own, then setting up a non-profit, having it stand on its own. Now you got the power of two credit lines that's business credit lines. Now, it gets deeper because if you got two business credit lines and a personal credit line, now you now you're dealing with a with with a, with a trifecta, 
and that's a little more advanced and and some of my uh my clients and business partners we we are in that trifecta stage now we're going on to the next topic because we got about 15 minutes the business license most industries require you to have a business license to be in place so you want to contact the city to find out if your specific industry requires you to have a business license in place for you to operate legally this is very important this is a step that a lot of people miss and they get shut down because if you don't have that business license in when them people come in there to see if you legit they can shut your whole thing down you can be in court your bank accounts is frozen so you don't you don't want to play that game and do your diligence and do the research man don't cut corners when you're trying to build a business like this is a business you need to treat it like like it's already a walmart like it's already a mcdonald's it's already a, a whatever company that you think is, is huge like amazon i got a picture of this, this dude in 1979 and he had amazon on a piece of paper like you know cardboard paper something like that on his wall he put the, he put it on his wall. I was like, this is going to be my company. Dude, I don't have to tell you what Amazon's doing now, but in 1979, when he wrote Amazon exactly the way you see it now, on a piece of paper, he put his vision to where he could see it. He conducted business, his concepts, he established his business credibility. He did his research. He saw where it was a lack in the in the. Uh, you know, in the business world, and he filled it. He partnered with some individuals, and they made this happen. And now they pissed because the way he orchestrated his business from the start to now, they're pissed because he just made $11 billion last year and didn't have to pay no taxes on it. It's called structuring. It's, it's called laying the foundation, and it's called knowing how to set your business up properly. And knowing how to operate in the public and in the private. So if you if you doing commerce in the public and your business is private, man, I, I got so many gems to give to people if they really want to learn. But business license is important. Now we're gonna to go to the part where most people jump to. They usually get a business name and then they jump all the way down here. EIN, your tax ID number. You're going to need that, but that's not the first step, as you see, because guess what? If you get an EIN number, you have to put your business name in there. You have to put your address in there. You have to put uh, all kinds of stuff in there. But if you haven't established that, you got to read, you got to put your personal address in there. So when you create your business, if you do that step first, they're going to have your business address as your home address. And it takes about two, three months for them to make a change to that when you do it. So go go in the steps that I'm telling you to go. You don't have to worry about no trial and error. Like I said, my, my, my customers, my clients, they pay good money to get the services that I provide. But I did a lot of research with this. So I'm not going to steal you wrong. I want to teach my clients to learn this process so they can teach their kids. They can teach their family members. I want our community to be large. I want us to be able to operate and do commerce in any capacity that we show, I mean, see fit. So it's a little different for me. Okay, your EIN number. 
this is your tax ID number. Your company will be required to obtain an EIN number, which stands for Employee Identification Number, for tax purposes. Some prefer, some may refer to this as the nine-digit number as a tax ID number. Now, once you get that established, you get that from the IRS. So you go to the IRS site and you, I think it's the SS4, you pull up an SS4 or something like that, and you you want to get a EIN number or a tax identification number. Once you get that, they'll issue you one. You can get one instantly. They can send it. You can download it and you have your EIN number. So now that your business, you have to put your business entity, how your name is and everything, how it's structured. Once you get that number, then you go and set up a business bank account. Now, the day that you open your business bank account is the date that you officially start business in the finance world. It is recommended to obtain an operating and expense account income or revenue account and a savings account so they want you to do an operating account an ira and a savings now if you have these three things established already for your business then they see okay this account this is how he operates and, and spends you know in and out money then you have an ira account it's income or revenue where all your money that comes in stays here and then it goes out of the operating expense account. And then you have a savings account. Do you need a savings account for a business? Not really, but it doesn't hurt to have one. This is to ensure to keep your finances organized for tax purposes. So like I said, if you got your affairs in order, if you have a uh, financial consultant or uh, you're using Divine Wealth Principles because we offer business and personal tax professional services as well, we can handle those for you as well now after you have your business bank account you want to set up a business phone line this is another essential step that a company has a business phone line separate from your cell phone now there's several ways that we can do this that i found you know affordable and um if you shoot me an email i'll give you some alternatives on the business phone line that is uh, less than 100, maybe about 10 bucks a month, a little less in some cases where you can have a second line uh, dedicated just for your business. Now, earlier we talked about the location. If you use the virtual office that has your um, virtual office appended, they give you a number and that's tied to that business. Now, that's good in a sense if you're going to be there the entire time for your business. But I personally feel more comfortable with having my own business number that I'm, I'm in control of. And then also you can get a 1-800 number that's tied to that phone number. So those things you want to look into when you're establishing your business phone line. Because when a, a bank or institution of lending uh, sees that you have a 1-800 number they know you took a little little extra step in preparing yourself for business credibility so that's important and like I said if you shoot me an email I'll give you some some of those uh, references where you can get a second line either on your cell phone or a hard line 
but I have I have some clever ways to do that that's not uh, you know it's not going to pop your pocket so the next step is to establish a website now you have to have a presence on the internet even if your website is just an information site you have to be visible in the public basically you're putting people on notice that you exist we're in the technology world people so you have to have some form of presence on the internet so you can set up a website very affordable um, not going to cost you too much they have some that are even free now with anything free you know it's a catch to it so with some of the companies that allow you to have your website for free they advertise on your website and that's not a horrible thing but just depends on where you are with your business and how you know how how much it really matters to your company and your reputation if you want to have advertisements on your website but you can't be free especially when you start now so get you a free website if you want it happens a little advertisement banner on the bottom or on the top hey as long as your information is out there that's what you care about and then you want to get you a domain email address now this is another important step that businesses fail to do or fail to understand why good online presence is key to credibility so if you have an email address that ends in gmail yahoo hotmail aol any of those things a company is not going to look at you as being as credible as a walmart a mcdonald's uh any of those giants or amazon because you have to present yourself the way that you want to be respected so get you a domain name email address and actually i think google is offering domain emails through google suite or something like that or you can also uh you can go to godaddy and get you a domain name and an email address it's it's real inexpensive through those guys um we have other ones too but that's one that I know it's not going to cost you no more than 20 bucks a year. And that's cheap. I'd rather spend 20 bucks a year to have my email address say something like info at divinewellprinciples.com than info at gmail.com. You see what I'm saying? Or the name of your company at gmail.com. It's just more credible when they know you have your own domain name, your own 1-800 number, your own website, your own business bank, your own uh, business license, your own business location, you you look like somebody that I wouldn't mind loaning money to. So that's the purpose of all this. Now, the last thing on this checklist is 411 listing. Good online presence is key to company credibility. Again, most financial institutions will Google your company to see how well your online presence has been established for your company. And if they see you have a good online presence, and 411 is one of those companies that uh, a 411 listing will put your company out there like that. So, 411 listings, I have uh, some examples of that. I'll give you a few resources. Now, for the entity information, the entity formation, business licensing, etc., 
you can go to mycorporation.com and they have some uh, resources there for you to help you get that started and, and show you how to form your business and everything. But I would personally prefer Divine Wealth Principles because like I said, business development is one of the services that we provide as well as tax preparation uh, for personal and business as well as credit counseling for personal and establishing business credit line all of this under one umbrella so yeah Divine Wealth Principles is a good reference for all of these aforementioned uh, things to get your business established but I don't mind sharing some of the things that I've, I've did to get mine started from day one. So your EIN tax ID number, you apply for that EIN on the IRS website. Like I said, the business phone line, um, e-voice is one of them. Um, with e-voice, I think they give you 30 days for free. And then it's something like twelve ninety nine a month. Like I said, if you send me an email, the info at divinewellprinciples.com, I'll shoot you some more that's a little more affordable and some some that I actually use so I'm not going to tell you nothing that I'm not doing because I'm about being diligent professional and affordable because I'm in I'm in the finance business so I'm not going to have you spending unnecessary money for things that I wouldn't do so yeah now with your 411 listing you have several different ones for that as well. Um, Yext, and that is Y E X T, is one. Um, List 411 is one. Uh, you can just Google 411 listings and you'll get a ton of them, but some of them are like $4.99. Some of them are free. Some of them cost a little more money, but they give you a broad range. So, depending on what type of business you have and the area that you want to be, you know, reached. So if you're basically central in your city, you want to be able to have a, a 50 to 100 mile radius in your city. So make sure you list yourself with a 411 company that will cover that, that range. Now, if your business is a little bigger and you want to be statewide or nationwide, then of course it's going to cost a little more because in all of those areas, when people are searching for your particular industry, you're going to be competing with those individuals on places like Google, uh, Yahoo, Search, Bing. So when they look for you, if you listed 411 nationally, you're going to come up all over. So if you're in California and I'm in Ohio and I'm looking for uh, what? Uh, any, any type of service and I, I Google that, you're going to show up in Ohio with your business in California. That's a great thing. So that's what the 411 is and the purposes of it. Now I gave you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten steps that will get you credible. And all that is is that will get you to the point well, you can give me a call after completing these steps and I can get you business credit that day you walk in my office. So I'm basically giving you a prerequisite of what I do for my clients for free. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just that type of dude. I really, 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 and truly want individuals to be able to start their business correctly. I want them to be able to um, be able to create these lanes for themselves and for their families so they can be successful. Starting a business is not meant to start and fail. A lot of times we do that and with failure, it turns everyone else off on wanting to start a business themselves because they think it takes a lot of money to start a business when all actuality it takes a little money and a lot of education and a lot of preparation. So if you do the research, you invest in yourself with knowledge because once you invest in yourself with knowledge with me, then you can take that and apply it to your family, your friends, and people around you so they can benefit from what you've invested in. So it's, it's a lot of ways each one can teach one, but I need us to get back to the roots of all of this. So I'm learning every day. I don't stop learning. Um, and I would advise you to start learning. My financial literacy program, um, I have to put it on the website. I have a separate a separate service that I provide, and I'm going to start basically teaching financial literacy. And that's going to be at a more affordable rate for people that just want to learn the basics. And once you get these basics and these fundamentals, then you can apply them in whatever capacity you choose to use them in. Um, we're going to get that on the website probably the next week or two. So that'll be another service that we're offering um, as well as, and I hate even offering it, but I have to because a lot of my people are getting bankruptcies and they're giving their money to these lawyers to file bankruptcy for them and lawyers are just taking their eight, nine hundred thousand, fifteen hundred, whatever the price that they're charging. They're taking your money and and they're leaving you in a situation where it's gonna be hard for you to even do anything, you know, with a bankruptcy lingering over your head for seven years. And we have remedies for people that have filed bankruptcy. And um but I would rather you you know get involved with me and what I do to prevent you from filing bankruptcy. Now, if it's fifty, hundred thousand dollars in debt, now that's different because you're not going to crawl out of that hole. But if it's under $25,000, dollars eh, somewhere in there, if it's under $20,000, it would be better for you to, um, you know, we can work that out. And we can save yourself from, you know, going through the bankruptcy process, spending money to tell people you broke. That's retarded to me. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's let's, let's be more diligent with one another. Let's let's do business with one another. Um all of my services, I prefer them to be paid up front because if you were a good credit risk, you wouldn't be needing my services. No disrespect, but it is what it is. If you need help with your credit, it's it's, it's because you're not good at making your payments on time. So in my position and in my field, I have to protect my time and my energy that I'm investing in uh, individuals that I choose to work with 
So in order for me to get paid, I need to make sure that, you know, I'm covered. And once I know that I'm covered, then I give you everything. You know, but if you're on the payment plan, I have no problem with that. I still give you everything. But we have to make sure that the payments are being made on time. So we require you to have a debit or credit card on file um, if you're going to do the payment arrangements. If you're going to pay up front, then pay up front and let's get busy. But I'm willing to work with everybody where they are because I don't want to leave nobody behind because I don't know when this whole economic structure is going to change to where some of these programs won't be available to us. So we got to take all this in and see what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And we got to educate each other and let us, you know, get to the places that we need to be in order to get successful and starting in and, and, not just starting a business, how to be able to operate and and stay in business with other people's money. OPM, y'all. That's the topic of the century. This whole country runs on credit. There's no real money circulating in this country. Debits and credits is what it's about. And I did a topic on banking and the banking secrets and how that's all broken down, but we might have to jump back on this topic, man, and do a part two of the show because, like I said, I got a few things to do, and I appreciate y'all for checking in on a Saturday. Those of you that are checking in from um, the website itself, those of you that called in, I usually get on there and, and, you know, ask a few questions to see where people are checking in from. But like I said, we, we on the clock. And because I only gave y'all an hour today, I'll probably do a follow-up show either Monday or Tuesday. And we'll get back into some of the uh, filing processes in the Net30, Net60 companies that you can get credit after you, you do those 10 steps I just gave you today. So if you do those 10 steps, you give my company a call and we'll get you some credit that day so that's how powerful it is and then we can move on that and then I'll show you how I was able to get $150,000 business credit and I can show you how to do the same what you're going to do in the next six to nine months to acquire $150,000 in business credit not related to your own social if you got that plan, holler at me because I need another stream of income. Six to nine months, you can get up to 150000 but you can get more than that. It just depends on you and how, you know, how, if you're a beast like I'm about to be. I know people that's in my organization that have a million dollars worth of credit. Now, they don't have a million dollars, but they got credit cards, credit limits, and access to a million dollars worth of credit. That's huge, man. That's that's these principles that I'm teaching you. Once you get to a certain, you know, level, and you you know you use some of these credit lines and you pay them off in the 30 or 60 or 90 days, then they report. As long as you paying your bills on time with your business, your spot, and then you go to another level of vendors. To where you're not on the net 30 you might be on a revolving account like a regular credit card but either way 
if you can bring your little company from your mind to some paper to being able to acquire $150,000 of credit from that business alone, not having nothing to do with you as a person is amazing. And it's nothing that I ever heard of until I got, you know, am near 50 years old. I'm almost 51 now. I'm just coming to a lot of this knowledge in the past two or three years. So just know, people, this has been going on from day one. We just never got the playbook. So now you know anyone can start a business and continue to grow their business without using their own money. Because the government don't use their, they use our money. They use the sweat of our brows to build this country to to conduct business every day. So it's just us, you know, getting getting a little peek in the playbook and let's build up our little communities block a block at a time, man. The buy back the, the buy back the block movement to start it, and I see it all over the the, the nation how all these black businesses is rising up. It's a beautiful thing, man. We just gonna we just need to start here, and then teach our relatives abroad that they that they may not know. We need to start having these 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 meetings, man. These uh, these grassroots meetings. Now we don't have to meet in the church and all of that. We have technology now, people. We we have Zoom meetings where I can create a Zoom meeting and you all can be in the Zoom meeting with me. We can see each other and communicate with each other and ask questions directly. And that's where I'm taking this because I love to interact with my people. I love the fellowship with them and all that. But it's a little more convenient for everyone if we could do something and you can be on a computer or on your cell phone and be in a meeting with me with a hundred other people at the same time. So I'm getting a hundred people information that they need to conduct their business, business tips, credit tips, credit secrets to make sure that we continue to to get stronger economically. And then we can go out here and come up with some real concepts, some real um, businesses that, that need to be in our communities and we can be able to patronize those businesses because our dollar is strong. We just have to apply and circulate that dollar amongst each other and not just to keep giving it to people that don't look like us and don't really care about us. They just want our money. So I ain't going to keep you any longer, man. I appreciate everybody for checking in the show once again. It's your man, L. Divine Bay. You can catch me here, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Wealth Principles 101. It's the Wealth Principles 101 show or the L. Divine Bay show. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Saturdays at 1 p.m. Uh, like I said, I do have some impromptu shows. So if you go to Blog Talk Radio, look up El Divine Bay or Wealth Principles 101, click that follow button so you'll know when I'm going live here, man. And uh, like I said, and eventually we're going to have the, uh, they have some video streams that you can get in on here on Skype. But I think I'm going to be have broadcasting my show through Zoom so you can see me visually. Uh, also, my YouTube live will be up. You'll be able to check me out on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, but I'm going to have a private group for Facebook Live because I don't want to give this information to the masses. And I might not even do the Facebook Live because 
I know there's some ops on there too. So y'all be safe, man. Enjoy your Saturday, man. It's El Divine Bay, blogtalkradio.com, Wealth Principles 101. Y'all be safe, man. Peace to the gods.